Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Well, fasten the seatbelts. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani. So good to be back in the man cave again for the EFTM Podcast. I'm Chris Bowen, the murdering editor of EFTM. I'm joined by Trevor Long, who lives, breathes and possibly eats technology. Hello, Trevor. G'day, Bowdog. Jeff Cotramani, he's more than capable offsider, also joins me to my right. How are you, mate? Great. Good to be back. It is good to be back, is it? All together again, only four days after the last one. Not well, even. It's been a week. It could be longer for the people listening at home. Yeah, I know we don't date things, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're listening in the air, there's, you don't need to fasten your seatbelts. But if you are in a Virgin Australia flight and the seatbelt sign is on, you should fasten your seatbelt. You should That's always have it irrespective of the light. Do you, do you? When you have a little nap, do you put the seatbelt over the blanket like they instruct? No, I put no. it underneath. Well, no. What if they wake you? They never have. They never have either. I, I, I normally don't put it on while I'm napping. Yeah. I don't do it. I always do. Because I promise you, they're not going to wake you up. I wouldn't hear them with my noise-cancelling headphones and the noise I put into my ears. All right, we've got a lot to get through. We have an exclusive review to kick off with. We have stupid, interesting, and fun things to talk about here on the EFTM podcast. Boys, um, well, I can exclusively reveal that we have um, been listening to, me primarily, but you've had a little listen, to Apple's... HomePod, yes. and um, we mm-hmm. publish this uh, podcast at the very moment we're allowed to. Mm. Um, I've got to tell you, I'm I'm very impressed with this device. Now, let's just go back to the start here. Go way back. Announced in June at the Worldwide Developers Conference yep. um, as a new product for them, a new category. It's called the HomePod because it is a home iPod, essentially. It's a speaker sure. for listening to music in your home. Now, they said in June that it would be available in December. Yep. They missed that date. Why did did they explain that to no, you? No, they never there? do. Okay. The, the same thing happened a year earlier with the Apple AirPods, those silly little headphones. Yeah. They missed the date on those as well and they were late. Mm. Anyway, I think February 9 isn't the end of the world. In, like if it was no. March, April, May, that's drama, but February they get away with it. $499. Big dollars. Huge dollars. Now, I, I flew last week to mm. San Francisco and it was ridiculous whirlwind trip. I was there for three meetings. Yep. The first meeting was uh, a tour of the audio lab. Mm. The second meeting, I can't even remember what the third meeting was now, but the second meeting was was a, a visit to a house in San Francisco where they had some HomePods on display. Smart. Um, and the third one, I think, was a briefing about the product directly. I honestly can't remember now. But mm. the critical thing here was the first thing they wanted me and a couple other journos from Australia, but... I'm assuming, I don't know, tens or hundreds of journos from around the world. They wanted us to go to the audio labs. Which is which is amazing, isn't it? In Cupertino, actually over the road from the new Apple Park headquarters. Mm, right. A building that frankly you wouldn't believe could be an Apple building because it yep. just didn't look didn't look that exciting. It probably looks like had, a factory almost, doesn't it? Had like a Pizza Hut style roof. It was yep. just not an inspiring building. Yep. Walk into it and in fact not inspiring inside it either. Mm. I said in, in my article about this on EFTM, it was like Johnny Ive had never been there. He didn't, now, he didn't design it. Johnny Ive designs everything. He designed Apple Park. Yeah. He designs the iMac. He designs every Apple product. But he, mm. he, there's no way he's been here because he would have gone, oh, my God, what is this place? Yeah, yeah. It was, do you know when you go, you're in an office and you go to the engineering department or you go to corporate services or somewhere where there's just, you know, yard work being done, sure. essentially. Mm. It's like that. Wow. It's like just okay. blokes on desks. But mm. the difference here was all throughout this workspace were curtain rails. Mm. 
like in a in a medical ward separating two beds right. curtain rails what, so to that, put around your desk so that at any time you could go and have a curtain around your desk wow. That's which fascinating. which just it, it just says to me how private and secret this this yeah. business is right you, yeah. one person could be sitting on a desk doing one thing mm. the next bloke could be have a curtain around him working on a product 5 years away mm. that's you know insane what I, mean? I mean it it speaks to the whole leaks issue that apple or even google would have yeah. that you could have an idea for a product and someone screws you over and leaks it mm. and then you're if it's just, you know 6 years in development or whatever it was you're thinking wow that's our design. And that was what they told mm. us. They'd been working on this product for six years. And they then showed us, Bowen, have you ever been in an anechoic chamber? No. These it's rooms amazing. are amazing. Now, you could have a room the size of our man cave here. You could have a room the size of a concert hall. Yeah. Um, and essentially, the walls, the floors, the ceiling are huge foam cones. So we've got mm. little foam buffering here, yeah. mm. which is made to, to stop the sound reflecting back on it's us. It's like eight but cartons. That's, that's nothing compared to, you know, we're talking spikes. You know, 30 centimetre spikes of yeah. foam. Yeah. Um, now, in they had small, medium, large, and tiny anechoic chambers. I counted at least 16. Mm. Um, and what they do is they put a, a speaker or a phone in there and they yeah. can they can have other audio equipment in there. They can work out when the sound comes out, what does it sound like really? Mm. Yeah, mm. and it's completely um, dead in those rooms. And that, that's dead. the idea yeah. of these chambers is there is no sound. Mm. You go into them and if you shut the door, mm. which is also anechoic, mm. you are literally trapped. There is no sound. In a vacuum. And we've spent a lot of time in radio studios and they sound dead, but there's still a bit of leakage. The, oh, the, yeah. the quote, I haven't got the data in front of me, but I was, I was told that a, a standard recording studio is something like 20 dBA is the mm. sound level. Mm. Uh, the human ear, ear he's, he's zero dBA. Mm. These things are at minus two. Really? Yeah. So, they, so they're probably isolated from the outside world in terms of like rubber oh, layering, oh, totally. the isolated Mate, the building itself. This yeah. is the best thing, right? Yeah. We, they go. He goes. Let me take you to another one. Yeah. This thing is enormous, yeah. right? Size of yeah. half my house. Mm. And we're walking in. He doesn't even let us go. And he says, "Just have a look." Mm. And it's it's hard to see, but it's. Have you seen Escape from Alcatraz? Yes. You know how they dig behind the wall, and then in mm. between the cells, there's a there's a whole area where mm. the pipes and stuff are. Mm. Yeah. So it's essentially like that—a separation mm. between mm. the building and the anechoic chamber. Mm. And to the point where there was then a PVC pipe running from the building to the anechoic chamber with you know cables and things for the yep. testing equipment. Mm. The PVC pipe had a separation in it. Yeah. Like a one-inch gap. Yeah. So that. Well, because sound can find any route Correct. if it's connected yep. to the room. Yeah. The, the whole thing sits on, on springs, so it's yeah. separated from the world. It's yeah. basically an independent chamber sitting yeah. in the world, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it's just phenomenal. They yeah. built this thing specifically for HomePod. Yeah, sure. And sitting in the middle is a HomePod, and then a huge uh, arc, a, a circular arc, oh, one right. side of which was speakers, yeah. and the other side of which was little microphones, so yeah. that they can they can spin the, the HomePod around to 360 degrees and play the music and basically do diagnostic tests to see where the sound's going, how it's sounding. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's ridiculous. Because yeah. yeah. I looked at it and I went, okay, so what they're trying to do for me, and let's you, you jokingly talk about me being groomed by Apple, right? And it's, mm. it's a genuine thing. Like, why do, do they I? spend, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you say it all the time. I, you may have said it last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he is. They've spent, you know, but right, why do they spend all the money sending me yeah. to San Francisco yep. to show me a product they could show me here in Australia, right? Yeah, but, but because to be fair, don't forget, I when I was with Sonos, I did the exact same sort of tour. groomed, same sort of tour, and it actually gives you an appreciation of yeah. all the work that goes into it, and you kind of need that sometimes. And why do they do that? Because they don't want us thinking about this mm. as a Google Home. Yep. Yeah. Not this a is a speaker. This is first and foremost a speaker. I mean, if I can describe to you what's inside this thing, because that was the best thing. They, they pulled one apart and showed us inside it. Yep. Seven uh, tweeters around the bottom, mm. folded horn designers they're, they're called. Yep. A woofer in the middle, which I picked up 
the woofer alone, it mm. was enormous. The whole thing I weighed is two on two point four kilos. Mm. I reckon the woofer's one point four. Right, right. Really? It's heavy. Yeah, it would heavy. be most of the weight. And sure. how much excursion on that? Twenty millimeters. Mm. Right. So so, so enormous. Right. Mm. And and no movement of the device because it's all you know um, uh, suspended and whatnot. Mm. The sound is incredible, and I think that's first and foremost what they want from this device is for yep. people to go. It's amazing sound. I struggle with the $499 price tag at that point because we've had this debate, Jeff. Yeah. You're a massive Sonos man. Mm. I am. You, you Bowen, have speakers in your roof. I don't know that you've got a single speaker that you could rely on for sound quality comparison. Oh, look, I'd have to say, and you gave it to me a number of years ago, and I did re- review it on EFTM. Is it Braven or Braven? Braven, yeah. That emits a lot of sound. It's very loud. It's very bassy. It's mm. waterproof as well. Mm. Solid. And it's a proper Bluetooth speaker, which obviously this isn't. It's not powered by a battery. You plug it into the mains. Yeah. Nor is it but this is the problem yeah. I've got with this. So Apple have created an amazing speaker. There's no yep, doubt about it. Sure. I've heard it. It sounds bloody fantastic. So they're not saying they're in any way competing with Google Home. It's got Siri integration. Mm-hmm. Why would you buy that? There are better speakers to buy. <laughs> if you are really into your music, and I know Apple Music has every song ever recorded. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. But if you want to hear every song ever recorded or have access to that sort of material, you'll be you're going to buy a better speaker than that. Oh, I don't know. So mm. I think you're either going to have um, an amazing sound system. Yeah. So I would argue you've got a sound system at home. Your house is wired. You know, you're wired yeah, to yeah, sound. Yeah, you've got yeah. speakers yep. on the roof. We don't have that here. We've mm. got a, a Samsung soundbar, which mm. is, you know, a big bar, huge subwoofer mm. and mm. two uh, yeah. rear speakers. So full surround sound, right? Mm. Yeah. I consider that to be my sound system. yeah. yeah. So I took this out into the lounge room, mm. and the first day I had it, um, Jackson was home. The, the rest of the family was out somewhere else, but I yep. said to Jacko, let's play some music, right? Mm. So I don't know. Kids are into Queen at the moment, so I just played a bit of Queen mm. um, on this, and then paused, then played on the sound on the sound bar. Yeah, right. Now, not a comparison, I get that, but mm. in terms of trying to blow your mind with sound, mm. big sound system, what I got out of it was loud and and powerful. Yeah. What I what I got out of this at 100% was loud and clear. Mm. The vocals were good. Vocals. Um, yep. like. They've basically worked out a way, I don't know how they do it, mm. to, to separate the vocals mm. and give you the vocals directly and everything else in some ambient way. Yeah, yeah. And I described this in my review as having crisp vocals mm. and clear bass. Because yeah. this is the thing, you love bass, Bowen. Absolutely. I know when, when I get in the, yeah. when I get in the car yeah. after Bowen, yeah. you can tell he's turned up the bass in the <laughs> in It's the dialed EQ right settings. up with a lot of treble. Really? Yeah. And when I think of bass, I think of... Um, I guess spine shattering, yeah, yeah, yeah. loud noise. Mm. Whereas this, I get, I just get a deep sound, a good sound. Yeah, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's probably Does how that makes sense. Should be, <laughs> to well, be honest. And I think that's yeah, the problem, yeah, right? I think yeah. we we think of bass in different ways. Yeah. Also, audio is a super personal thing. Yeah, of course, yeah. super personal. Yeah. So I say, radio. So you're not going to buy a sound system no. for your lounge room. You're looking mm-hmm. to buy a speaker mm. that you can use your smartphones to control. For example, mm, sure. You're going to buy a Bose Revolve. They've got a nice circular mm. product. Bang & Olufsen have some really True. nice stuff at 900-odd. Mm. So you can yeah. buy, you can spend up to 1000 bucks on a speaker you can't easily. in that Bose, mm. Sonos, True. Bang & Olufsen range. Mm. Then you could spend 299 mm. on a Sonos One. Yeah, it's a great speaker. Which, and it's going to have Alexa built in from March. So, and Google Home, right? Uh, no, Google, Google Home will System. come later. Um, or Google Assistant will come later, but Alexa will go onto that speaker in March. So for two ninety nine, you could do still have a multi room experience where you can have multiple speakers, have them working together in different rooms, 
and have Alexa functionality built in. Mm. It has three microphones. This one has six. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I've seen you demonstrate the voice on, on HomePod and it's staggering that even with the music way up loud, you can almost whisper to it and it yeah. picks up your voice. Which is an amazing feature. You've got amazing. to admit, imagine a, a busy party. You can basically, it's listening for the words, hey Siri, at all times and hears yeah. it through ridiculous noise. And I, I think that's a testament to those audio engineers. Mm. So if we put the audio lab kind of tour aside and say, right, I've been I've been convinced that they know how to do sound, right? Yeah. I've been convinced mm. that Apple take themselves seriously mm. and have invested the money to mm. be a serious audio brand. Then at a consumer commercial level, mm. as Bowen said, why the hell are you buying it? Now, first and foremost, just discount all the people who will buy it because they're automatic Apple, buyers. Apple lovers. I'm one of them. I'm a massive Apple fan. Like I've heavily invested in Apple. But so, I mean, there are those who will literally buy everything, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Apple watches out. I'm going to get one. Yeah, but that's you know, interesting. Yeah, yeah. You love music, Bowen. I d- so well, well, how do you listen I, to music at home? Because you listen to music a lot in the car. I do. How do you listen at home? Through the Chromecast and the the uh, the ceiling speakers, basically. Um, I yep. certainly don't use the sound bar. Um, we do have a surround sound system in a, a TV room, which is mm. like a dedicated home theater, very small mm. room, but it's got the 5.1 sound system in there. Um, but no, just through the ceiling, because I'm happy with that. Mm. But the thing about this, would you describe the sound as 360 stereo? Because can you get a second so, one? So it's not stereo. Yeah. And in later in the year, if you have a second one, there'll be a software update that makes them stereo. Right. Now, I listened to that. I was able to, they've got one set mm. up in San Francisco and I listened to it. It's amazing. Yeah. But so again, Queen, great example, Bohemian Rhapsody, some serious yeah. stereo required there, yeah, right? Yeah. Weirdly, it did something with my head. It, it actually kind of made it sound like it was coming from different places, mm. but it's nowhere near stereo, right? Mm, mm. So it's a mono experience. Mm. Um, and I don't think that's an end of the world thing because mm. I don't think most people even here, let alone know what stereo is nah. when it's mm, different. Mm. Um, I just think that for people that are that are enjoying music, now Apple do point out mm. critically that, or it was Greg Joswiak, who's one of their product managing executives, mm. pointed out to us that the re- number one reason people buy mm. smart speakers, Alexa, uh, Google, yep. is to listen to music. The number one pe- really? thing people do with those smart speakers, listen to music. Really? Yep. Wow, that's See, I'm sad. surprised by that. Yeah. That's huge. Sad, I thought though. people are buying them for the personal assistant side of things. Nope. Correct. Really? Nope. That's the number. They've, you know, they they mm. sent me some data from a yeah, third yeah. party, not them, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that they found, mm. and that's that's the number one thing people mm. are doing with it. Mm. So not to be clear, they've they've hit the right space in terms of people wanting something smarter. Mm. So yep. in terms of it being a smart speaker, I mean, here's Siri, right? It's basically a little mm. Siri on wheels. True. And it works bloody well. You know, Siri will respond and play all the music you want. Siri's been mm. enhanced in a big way to know music. Like who mm. won this Grammy? Uh, who's sing- who's playing? Uh, who's who's lead vocals on this? Yeah. When was this song written? When mm. was this song released? It's basically what they call it a musicologist, right? Mm. So you're listening to music. You can ask it anything about mm. the song. It'll pretty much answer you. Mm. Plus, you've got the depth of the Apple music knowledge there, right? Mm. So that's that's what they will sell it as. They will sell it as the ultimate Apple music speaker and to bowen's question before about who's buying it i'm starting to wonder well, which room does it go in because you can't connect yeah. it to mm. a tv so nope. you're not going to get your tv audio nope. from it if it is just music this is going in the kitchen in my view this is going in the kitchen right like you're not going to put yeah. this in a lounge room different people different houses i would I'd put it surprised. so our kitchen dining area that's where it'll go perfect yeah like yeah. a place where people gather yeah, I want to play music in the morning i want to ask a couple of questions about maybe the traffic you should get that like how long's going to take me to get to work yep those sort of things and then move on. That to so, me is, is the perfect 
HomePod experience. I in, don't know. In terms of the sound quality, though, the other smart thing about it before you talk about Siri is mm. that even though it's emitting in 360, if you put a, a, a UE boom, mm. which is those 360 cylinders, mm. yep. against a wall, like mm. 10 centimeters away from a wall in a bookshelf, mm. it'll reverberate sound everywhere. Mm. And for an audiophile, they'll notice that it's not the best quality. Yep. This thing, when it moves, so it has an accelerometer or when it's plugged in, uses those six microphones and the sound to work out where the, where the reverb is mm. and it basically cancels out so it sends the the vocals out in the middle of the room mm. and then it rever reverberates the the ambient sound into the room bouncing off the walls mm. so, so, that's, so it makes use of it i guess that's how smart it is and the again i couldn't pick it mm. but i think that's the purpose right i yeah. put it in a bookshelf i put it on a coffee table i put it against the wall i put it everywhere and it always sounded great well, it always sounded the same yes then that means it's working right that's yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Shouldn't, you shouldn't notice yeah if, yeah. if you noticed it you'd be yeah. thinking well that's a bit weird but yeah. To not notice it means it's working. Siri right? did everything I would want her to do normally. Mm. Hey Siri, turn the lights on. Whatever, yeah. all those things that I've got. Yeah. Only HomeKit things. And Bowen, you're, you've well, you've got a lot more than HomeKit in your. I'm home. HomeKit first when it comes to this, as opposed to the music side of things. So it's going to be able to turn my Philips Hue lights on. Mm. Yeah. It'll be able to tell me if the the doors are open via the various Eve sensors I've got. So that's great. But look, HomeKit and Apple in this country, there's only a couple of dozen products which are compatible. Mm, which is and a lot of them are air conditioners and, and things like that, which I'm just not going to ever buy. Yeah. Compared to Google Home, because uh, with HomeKit, you're locked in, aren't you? I mean, Apple have got a very secure way of yeah. pairing with their products because there's a serial number on the side of them. Mm. So that's what I'm concerned about. I mean, I would have to have that and Google Home to operate everything in my house. Because you've as got that. some non-HomeKit yeah, smart That's right. I've got a lot of stuff. Yeah, but, <laughs> and let, let's remember, though, yeah. you, you are super unique in that yeah, sense. I, I, I Most people have still got a light bulb. Yeah, and, no, I understand. And, and Bowen's so far ahead of the curve, too, because yeah. you think, I always see these devices as the first thing into a smart home. Like, mm. this is your base, right? Mm. So mm. most people will either get this and then buy Globes mm. because they've figured out that it's kind of cool. Mm. I don't think people are buying a Globe and then later on going, Maybe I want to control it with a smart speaker. Yeah, so let me give you the around. let me give you the big negatives here. Yeah. And I'm telling you they're big. There are um, some. We we're a five person family. Yeah. Each of us have an iTunes account, even my kids. Mm -hmm. And we have what's called family sharing, iTunes family sharing, which yeah. means I'm the dad, a man is the mum, and the kids want an app, they have to request it. But it means that when I own a song, the kids own the song. When we have a family subscription Apple Music, they can all listen. Yeah. But when I get in the car, plug in CarPlay and say, Hey Siri, mm. play my favourites. It plays my recommended favourites that Siri just makes up every week and she does a really good job at it. Fancy. Yep. Straight Mate, up. When you set this up, it's, <laughs> the, the first test is get you get to say, hey, Siri, play me some music. You're the voice. First thing that came out of it. Crack right? a song. Now, if, we, if I leave this set up in the lounge room with my account and everything set up, mm. a kid's music is going to go into my recommendations. Amanda's music is going to yeah. go into my recommendations. There is no voice recognition. Yeah. She, he doesn't know the difference between me and Amanda. Yeah. There is ah. no second account. There is no ability for me to, to, to Amanda to use her uh, calendar. There's no calendar. Mm. You can't ask Siri, how's your day? What, how many events have I got on? It's only notes, tasks, and uh, SMSs. It's not reading your calendar? Nope. Why? Like nope. your, your iCalendar? Nope. Wow. No, I don't use iCal, but it doesn't but read you, iCal. Nope. Oh, wow. This yeah. is like, you know, my wife watching my Netflix channel and the suggestions for me oh, are Downton Abbey. That's right. And stupid chase like that. Yeah, so it's a that's exactly problem. right. That's so interesting. You, I mean, so you can turn that off. Six years in development and, and that, that's come out, it's launched with is, that limitation. Is that because their focus was on the speaker first mm. and mm. smarts will come later? Like, yeah, will there obviously be an update, surely? I, yeah. I, I, generally, I generally worry about it because they've made a great speaker over yeah. six years. The audio mm. teams tick. Yeah. But the smart team have gone, well, Siri... So Siri is the oldest smart assistant, right? 2011 was launched. Yeah, yeah, it's been around. But, but advances, pretty lame. Like mm. Australia, no AFL. 
No NRL. Yeah. They don't care. Twenty-five do they? minor league baseballs, baseball <laughs> leagues mm. around you know America and South America, mm. but mm. not the AFL and NRL. Mm. So or she A-League. knows nothing about sport here in Australia. Mm. She can do the weather. There are some news organisations mm. in there, but nothing, nothing like what Alexa launched on day one. Mm. Banks, Qantas, yeah. telcos, everything. Dominoes. So. I think Apple is Apple is is banking on people not giving a rat's about that stuff, mm-hmm. despite the fact that it gets headlines in the tech bubble. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm too close to the bubble, thinking anyone's going to care. Will people just go? It's a bloody good speaker. Mm-hmm. I can play the music. It sounds great. I can just ask it. It yeah. is awesome to leave your phone in another room and just just say, "Hey, play that oh, song," or yeah. "Play me some '80s party yeah. music," or whatever. And and I do think the software part coming later is a, is an important point because you take the Sonos speakers for example. Now we bring them up all the time, yeah. but it is a close competitor. They're Sonos Play 1 was almost 10 years old before it was replaced and it continued to get software updates over 10 years. Mm. If Apple Play 5. Yeah, and if Apple followed that strategy of going, we're going to release the HomePod, but software updates will keep it mm. you know, modern and, and working for you for the next 5 yeah. to 10 years, that $500 investment is actually not that bad. Look, mm. the $500 investment gets you a cracking good speaker. It's a five-star mm. speaker in my mind. Yeah, I um, agree. I do agree. And and the hope for something that, that it, size. the hope that it will get updates mm. to to do those smarter things over time. Yeah. But I'm just a bit disappointed that that Siri is not more Australian in in, in the yeah. way that Alexa and Google are. Sure. Um, and um, I think some I, I think Apple's going to be disappointed with the next two weeks because mm. I think yeah, while those of us that were lucky enough to get really deep into yeah. it understand their mentality. Mm. Yep. There's going to be a bunch of YouTubers and people that sit it here with Google Home well, and Alexa. It's going to be pitched against all the others. It's obvious. Yeah, yeah. and that's but, just not where it's. But sits. the look of it is—it's amazingly built. Um, the, it's that, subtle. that Siri plasma graphical display on top is yeah. unlike any other system I've seen. It's just mm. great to look at. Uh, available in two colors, of course, as you said, very heavy, two point four kilos. So yeah. it's, a, it's a good piece of furniture to have. Yeah, really. no, no. It I is. think most Apple yeah. ecosystem people. Mm-hmm. will buy it for the speaker that it is yeah. and enjoy Siri for what she does. Because in fact, when I, th- I mean, again, you're ahead of the curve. Mm. When we use Google Home and stuff, it's for, to request music and play, play silly it's stuff. Uh, We're not really, I mean, uh, Google can play jokes. Google can play, play trivia. You know, you can do that, oh, yeah, that yeah. quiz show thing. It's just yeah. rubbish. Who's doing that? No mm. one. Well, people at parties are getting around going, oh, you've got one of those. Let me mm. show you something funny. Mm. That's it. That's where it ends. And then from there, it's like, okay, put the music back on. You're trying to play yeah. the Australian rhyming um, game on Google Home. It's amazing. What it's is a it? bloke's voice. <laughs> so basically, oh, what's the game called? You ask it to play a particular game and a man's voice comes on. It sounds like Al from Home and Away. And he says, "Rightio, here we go. And he'll issue a series of words. He'll say, say fair dinkum. Say... Buy Jingo, and you say Fenny can buy Jingo, and then the, progressively he'll add more and more words. You've got to remember each word in the individual order. What? You'll end up with thirty words if your memory is good enough. If you stuff it up, it blows up and tells you're an imbecile, basically. Wow. Yeah, wow. it came out on Australia Day, actually. It's a good yeah. idea. Actually. See, again, I think those things are great, but I don't think they're useful. Oh no, it's, it's a party. It's a, a party, party trick. Party trick, yeah, yeah, party exactly. trick and headlines. As so, is Walsing Matilda. <laughs> I, I suspect, that even though I'm quite glowing in it, and I've, I've written a lot of stuff. Jeff's read mm. my review mm. before I put it up. It, it, I yep. go into great detail about things that. It doesn't do well. Mm. Um, I still think it's a great thing, and I think mm. a lot of people will buy them. And I don't have a problem with someone buying one if you want one. Um, but if it, if you want TV sound, if you want mm. more smart assistant things, this is not the speaker for you. Yeah. Um, and but I think I think it's probably going to cop a bit of a hammering over the first two weeks mm. of consumer reviews. Correct. As mm. opposed to you yeah. know people are going to put them next to a you know a Google Home and they're going to ask the same questions mm. and yeah. it's going to be boring. I mean, uh, the, in the in terms of the three, the first thing my wife did was because my wife works for the local member. She said, "Who's the local member for mm. you know the the, the electorate yeah. we're in?" Google gets it, says it right. Alexa, no idea. Siri, no idea. Mm. You know, there's 
top line things on Wikipedia that mm. Siri knows, like who's mm. the prime minister, but you dig deeper down mm. and, and she just doesn't get it. Goes and I think nuts. that's where um, actually Nigel Dalton, that he's called the chief inventor at the real estate group, mm. REA group, realestate.com.au says, um, Google, Google's depth of knowledge cannot be beaten because no, they have search, yeah. right? Google been is doing it search. for a long yeah. time. Amazon's depth of knowledge in shopping cannot be beaten. Right. And we don't realize how big that is yet. Mm-hmm. Siri doesn't have a depth of knowledge. Biggest mm. problem. For music, it does. Full review of HomePod at EFTM.com. Uh, video of me ranting, but there's no point watching that now because we pretty much just did all that right now. <laughs> exactly. Tell your friends. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Jeff. Yes, mate. Do you give a rat's about the Winter Olympics? Uh, I'll tell you how much I care about it. Okay. When is it? Very soon. Like, I literally have no idea when it's on. Is it on every four years? Yes, it is. Like the normal Olympics? It's in the two years alternating away from the Olympics. Yeah. Where is it this year? South Korea. I don't know anything about it. Uh, Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang? Pyongyang. It can't be Pyongyang. Isn't that the north? Okay, right. Sure, it's not Changyang. It's definitely not Yang. No, it's Pyongyang. Is it Pyongyang? Jeez, we sound educated, don't we? Pinyong? I don't know. I don't know. know. I don't I haven't know. Cared I haven't cared since wow. Sochi. Oh, yeah, I'm all over Korea. I get I get Korea very well. <laughs> it My snows thing, there, apparently. The thing is, the ads are on TV, right? Because mm. Bowen and I know how this works because we worked in, in Olympic rights for, for many years. Mm. True. Channel 7 have the rights to the Olympic Games. Pyeongchang. And you cannot buy the Olympic Games mm. without buying the Winter Olympic Games. Package That's deal. the rules here, right? Mm. That's... That's the that's why it gets the the level that it gets. What now, about the Paralympics? Who's getting that? It goes hand in hand with the Olympics. Goes hand in hand, but mm. you don't have the same broadcast mm. requirements. It mm. can go on the second channel. And yeah. There's a whole bunch of things yeah. that go on there, right? Do they have yeah. one for the Winter Olympics? Para Winter Olympics? I believe so. Yeah, I'm not sure actually. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, I just find it interesting that we've now got the ads because during the tennis mm. and that mm. kind of stuff, there was the ads for the Winter Olympics. Mm. You just look at it and you go, mate, since Stephen Bradbury, has anyone given a rat's? <laughs> he fell over in the ice skating race. Perfect scoop. Hey, hey. That's I, actually I knew. part of our no, lingo. You've no, done a Stephen Bradbury. That's you know, not what did. happened, you fucking idiot. Mm. The well, people in front of him fell he over. He didn't fall over. No, I he thought, won. No, didn't he, he fall was, as well and no, got back up quicker? No, he was last. He was last man standing, literally. basically lapped and they all fell in front of him and he went past and won the gold medal. And So it was... Yes, yes, good. <laughs> However, I knew the context of the situation. Oh, you know what? I am going to give you that. I'm going to give you that because that's as close as you've come to yeah. general knowledge. It's right up Not there. Bad. Up yeah. there, boys. But in ter- like, if you were to rank, uh, what you've are we done got? a Bradbury joining this team, basically. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Who was the one that fell over, Bob? Oh, I don't know. We can't talk about that. Probably you, buddy. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, Olympic <laughs> Games, Winter Games, Commonwealth Games, mm. World Cup. Yep. They, they all claim to be you know some of the biggest sporting mm. events in the world. I think the mm. World Cup is the biggest sporting event in the world in yeah, terms of viewership, yeah, yeah. Our audience numbers, uh, crowd Bowl numbers, stuff them. like that. Mm. Fucking Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh, mate, the bloke, there's a bloke that... was minus 17. Was there was a bloke that won Jeez. you know today, and they interviewed him straight after. He goes, oh, we're, we're, man, we're, we're world champions, man. I'm like, you're world champions of a sport that you fucking only play. How about yes. you play another nation? All right, all right. What are you looking at me for, buddy? You're like... I get it. Mm. Go back to the Winter Olympics argument. Yeah. Come on, come on. Come but no, on. I'm just. I so I'm. Mate, I'm suggesting at, that until it's like Threadbow, 2032. What? I'm not going to give a rats. Yeah. <laughs> if they yeah, hold right. us, I'll care. I still wouldn't care. It's just foreign what, really? to us. I don't, what are they playing? Like, what is it? Playing. Is it skiing? Bobsledding. Bobsledding. Yeah. They got the jumping. Jamaican team. Skeleton. It's boring stuff. 
No, like, it's not boring. It's actually good to watch a lot of but it. But isn't that the challenge for yeah. Channel 7, for example? Yeah. How do you... Because the swimming mm. and the athletics are the two yeah. core events of the Summer the, Olympics, the right? ribbon events. Are we, are we shit at it? Is Australia really shit? Like, yeah. do we turn up and of get nothing? Of course we are. We've got, we've got limited snow. Yeah, we don't have much training ground, no, do we? No, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Hotham. I've been to Hotham. Yeah, Hotham. Yeah, yeah, you drove yeah. the Audi down Went there. skiing with an Audi. Flew a private jet there. Q7. Well, why not? Some people get Where to Where did fly. they land? Snowy Mountains Airport. I don't know. On top of the mountain there. And... Oh, on top of the mountain. So, no so we landed We landed these um, these Cessnas or whatever they were. Lead, like lead like a, a small jet. Did they have like jet G6. engines? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, it wasn't a Cessna of them, thing. No, no. A couple of them had. We had about six of them. We had about six private jets yeah, flying out of Bankstown. What we do is crazy. And we landed. And on the on the runway, we literally got off the plane like rock stars. And then they were like, pick a car. The cars were on the runway. I did that at Wangaratta. Pick a car, boys. Yeah. Just jump in oh, and, and follow each other. Yeah. Amazing. Now, look, the Winter Olympics, I mean, obviously it's got a worldwide audience. It's mm. uh, to justify having it every, you know, four years. Well, someone must be care, yeah. turning a quid. But, uh, see, but this it's a is limited the thing. appeal out here. You know, here. they talk about the Olympics yeah. and the, all the fiascos around funding it and stuff. Yeah. Is it quite possible that actually the whole thing is self-perpetuating? You yeah. know, like the Summer Olympics profit actually funds the Winter Olympics. And, Probably. You yeah. know, like the Australian Olympic Committee, I'm sure mm. they don't make money out of yeah. the, the, the gold medals mm. that come from the Winter Olympics. It's mm. basically just there to fill the second year in the four-year cycle. Yeah. And NBC, basically, just they're constantly moving. Once they finish the summer games, they pack up and, they're ready and to they go. start planning for the next one. They well, ship the, all the, the people Point. behind the scenes are fascinating, oh, actually, yeah. at the, the games. I went to, the, there's events every year leading yeah. up to Olympics. I went yeah. to the World Broadcaster meeting two yeah. years in a row in Beijing. Mm. Right. And the second year, so 2007, the year before I just abandoned ship and left it with Bowen, <laughs> Thanks. Um, I, I was there. We were on a bus uh, with the people from, at that point, Bob, the Beijing Olympic Broadcasting right. Group. Yeah. And there was a woman there and we were chatting about how she'd been at this Olympics and that Olympics. I said, oh, my wife um, worked, you know, on work experience at mm. the at the Sydney Olympics. She mm. goes, what was her name? I told her name. She remembered her. Mm. I mean, what? this was seven years later mm. and they are such a core knit group wow. that they are literally just, they're just transported that's around the world. That's all they do. Yeah. And that's all they do yeah. is organise Olympic Games. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I mean, I'm just thinking- summer. And I'm just thinking about this whole thing because there are some countries that are like majority winter countries mm. Mm. and they probably maybe care more about the Winter Olympics than we and would mate, about the summer ones. That's, I'm wondering whether that's the case, you know, mm. like a, like a Canada. Canada. Mm. How did we do that? Well, jinx. You <laughs> fucking idiot. Just, it happened. It's amazing. Yeah, we just, we had that connection for a moment. That's just great. Just for a moment. It's gone now. That'll be the it's only gone. fucking moment ever. <laughs> From my vantage point, that was seriously beautiful. You felt that? <laughs> I did, actually. I felt it. I, um, it went straight past you. I it's felt just... it almost in my loins. <laughs> 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 so, so Canada... Is probably one of those ones where they go, oh yeah, Winter Olympics. Yeah, Whereas yeah. for us, couldn't give a rat's. But for me, I'm losing even more interest in the normal Olympics because they just keep adding shit sports to it, like yeah. the dance sports. They yeah. add things like BMX. I reckon, how much longer till esports is the there? Yeah. Esports how might, be long? might be long. Rugby sevens was in the Olympics. <laughs> Why? Just golf. Because it golf. Ta- it takes away from the individual medals. Like you've got mm. the swimmers. Yeah, who- but what is the decathlon? I don't know what a decathlon is. That's my point. Mm. So you kind of got to modernise the thing or it will die. I think we're talking about it. Equestrian. What the fuck? We are talking about it. They don't do that in Winter Olympics. We're talking about it from an Australian point of view, though. Like The lead up to the Sydney Games, you'll never replicate. I mean, it started in Barcelona, basically. The build up, I think we were given the rights in 93 or 92. Yeah, 93. Sydney. The winner is Sydney. And then the huge build up, we had Athens and then Sydney, obviously, and then Mm. Athens, and then the success slowly died off. 
we just don't win as many goals anymore, so no one gives a rat's. And we, well, we don't if invest in If it returned to Sydney, I've got no doubt there'd be a lot of interest mm. again, but it's not going to happen anytime soon. And the Olympic Games is just, mate, the cost is extraordinary for the host city. Mm. It's just, it, ruins it needs something. to be hosted in multiple cities now. Maybe there should be a host country. Well, I reckon we've done okay with the, the Olympic precinct. Yeah, well, it's kicked on. I it didn't it. for a number of years. But you go out there now, and it's amazing. It's becoming like built Chatswood. the corporate park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you look at some of the infrastructure in Beijing, and it's just a disgrace. Well, how many of those like things you see online? The swimming pools, a shopping center. Yeah, they just yeah. it just yeah, turned yeah, to shit. Yeah, and you know yeah. all the things they don't play over there. But a lot of those Baseball. Asian countries, they can do that. They're like, yeah. who cares anymore? They don't care. <laughs> who gives yeah. a shit? Just, just, just let, let it grow. Let, let the let reeds it grow. grow. Yeah. <laughs> but then also, I mean, the extension of all this is the Commonwealth Games. And, Gold uh, Coast! They got the baton run underway. It just started the other day in Sydney. I've got to say... Who cares about the Commonwealth Games as well? I well, don't know what we're doing. The fact that it is the Commonwealth Games... Who's in it? Annoys a the lot of people. Mate. Yeah, but who's that? Us and England. Yeah, no, there's a, New number, Zealand, there's a number of nations here involved still. Not many. Still hanging on. But good news, we the smash them in this. Yeah. Because well, you take America out, we go okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like We blame the whole Super Bowl America thing. Mm. Commonwealth Games is kind of We like need to hope thing. that the Poms are on a downer after London yeah. 2012. Yeah, like We yeah. need to hope that... You know, like we've we've mm. struggled after Sydney 2000. Yeah, yeah. We need to hope they've they've peaked. Yeah, I think the Poms will fuck So up. that we can come back. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how proud I'd be of a Commonwealth medal. Is it going to be Matilda at the Gold Coast? What would you do with it? Do you, oh. remember, do you remember Matilda? Yeah, what was Matilda? 1982 Commonwealth Games, Brisbane. Was that was that one of the, um, the big kangaroo going back? I was too. Oh yeah, yeah. It was being pedalled along. What about yeah? What about that was Sid? ANZ. It was called ANZ. Qe two stadium. Two, yeah, and became ANZ at one point. Mm. The Broncos uh, played there. Huh. Weren't our mascot Sid, Ollie, and Millie? You fucking idiot. We're yeah, talking yeah. about that's Sydney. Yeah, that's Sydney. Well, done, I'm talking about Matilda of the Commonwealth I don't Games. Know what Matilda is. No one cares about the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> it's Sid, Ollie, and Millie. Mate, I, I no one cares about Jane Fleming. She cared. Nope. She was one of the greats. One of the greats of Commonwealth Games mainly. Heptathlon. Yeah. Oh, a heptathlon. Heptathlon. Now we're making up sports. She could do everything. She Hurdles. didn't win the Olympics, but won some Commonwealth yeah, gold. Yeah, I think she got a silver or a bronze. Yeah, Commonwealth gold, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely mm. Commonwealth gold. Top, unbelievable. There were some gold. Were they good times? Hayley Lewis. She was a swimmer. Remember her? S- Samantha Riley. Swimmer. There were good Commonwealth games. Kieran Ryan. Who? Kieran, Kieran, Kieran Perkins. You Perkins. fucking Kieran idiot. Ryan, the grades. What was his yeah. event? Yeah. Swimming. Yeah, which event? Uh, Freestyle. That great swimmer. How many metres? 100. 1,500, you spastic. It's way too much. That great swimmer, the missile, Ian Thompson. Torpedo. <laughs> 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 ah, Ian Thorpe. Yeah, yeah Ian Thorpe yeah. was good. Yeah. Okay. Michael, Michael Slim. Michael Slim. <laughs> He's on fire. All, all champions. Okay, goodbye. This is the EFTM podcast. Jeffrey, um, here's a good stat for you. 60% of malicious domain names mm-hmm. are alive for less than an hour. What? Did you know that? No. So the domain names that are being used to target us on our computers and create, you know, um, malware mm. and, and viruses and things, they're, 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 re- they're registered and they're, they're active straight away. So yeah. that's one of the things that artificial intelligence looks for. So Trend Micro have artificial intelligence built into their antivirus software so that essentially it's a, it's a brain within mm. the software that says, Rightio, what is this email? What is that link in there? Check that link. When was the, when was the domain name registered? If the domain name was registered Suspicious. within an hour... Up goes a flag. It's suspicious. And all that happens in real time. That's freaky. It's crazy good technology. That's what artificial intelligence does um, does for your software. Real-time, zero-hour detection of new threats, uh, reduction of the need for timely updates, and protection against a broad range of threats, including spam, ransomware, exploits, and targeted attacks. It's fascinating stuff, all built into Trend Micro uh, Internet Security. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. 
Well, 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 Trev. Um, you wrote a fascinating article on EFTM.com during the week about Elon Musk's latest venture down there in South Australia. I don't know. It's know, not flamethrowers this week. It's funny oh. that he keeps targeting South Australia. I mean, you can't get... Easy I mean, it's target. the arse end of the world. It's an easy target. You can't get much further away from it. But it's an easy target because <laughs> yeah, they're the under attack. The blackouts and all it's, the drama. It's the ugly girl in the room. I didn't mean Low to say self- that Adelaide's. That's a good place. Remember no, what I said? I described Adelaide's people as like people from Canberra with tans. I said that during the... the um, right. Adelaide is the most boring city the in Tesla Australia. Trip. Uh, Ooh, minus yeah, minus okay. the vineyards, there's mm. nothing there. If you're flying to Adelaide right now and you're going returning home on a virgin flight, I'd like to apologise for my colleagues' comments. Yes, me too. Mm. If Terrible. you're flying to, us, to Adelaide, when you get to the airport, just look for the next flight. It's a good airport. I like it. Anyway, so they had massive power outages, blackouts, mm. all these yep. kind of things, right? And so that was why they did this... Weird internet sensation building a battery, and mm. I'm all for the battery. I think it's a, I think it is the future of power genera- power grids mm. having yes. battery storage. Because the thing is, power grids waste electricity every day. Mm. So where you can store it, that's great. Mm. And but that then, one, sorry, that one did thirty thousand homes for thirty minutes. Yeah, it's not right. exactly there to 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 be a fallback for no. a major network outage. It's there. Mm. It's there to to share and and handle the load of mm. a, of an energy network. I don't think people really appreciate how complex those bloody things are. Mm. Probably bunch of smart asses on Twitter like tweeting yeah. graphs of you know the power costs and this this power station. Yeah. It's fucking power stations, yeah. mate. It's not easy, yeah. right? No, it's not. They have to decide when to churn it up a bit yeah. to pump out more power based on potential need. I mean, it's pretty it's hard. The it's the software act. that does it though. I don't reckon there's a guy churning. Okay, mate. Honestly. Have you been to a power plant? I mean, they're the most complex no. pieces of infrastructure yeah. we have. Have you been to a power plant? I have. Yeah. Yeah. How is this possible? Lake Munmora on the Lake Central Mamora. Coast when it was open. I think it's closed now. Well, Snowy. One of them is. Oh, hydro. Been to the hydro I have recently. been to a power plant. You haven't plant. been inside when you stood on a fucking dam. Hoover Dam. Hoover Dam. Been you there. stood on a fucking dam, and I explained to you Steve how Wall. hydroelectricity worked. They go inside one. They're phenomenal. Anyway, so... Adelaide, South Australia, have announced they are building a virtual power plant. I am all in on this. Great idea. And in fact, it goes back to Elon Musk 18 months ago announcing the the Tesla solar tile. Great idea. So his idea is that instead of having roof tiles and solar panels on top, you would have a roof tile that is a solar panel and hundreds of solar, solar tiles on your roof. So is that what he's going to put in? No. Oh. Um, but at the time that he announced that, he, he he put a big graph up on the screen. I couldn't find it anywhere online as I quickly searched. But essentially, he showed a map of America, and he, and he had a, a red dot on the map, which this. was the amount of solar panels required mm. to, to power America. And it was a small dot on a map. Obviously, it was yeah. an enormous, like the size of Nevada. the whole of Sydney, mm. right? No, yeah. Not a whole state. It was just a massive space. So that's a lot of solar panels. Oh, yeah. But then he said, if we distributed those solar panels around every rooftop, then you start to talk about generating the power you need without needing power stations. Mm. So what they've announced in South Australia is, I don't know the complexities of the financials, but essentially the government is lending money to an organisation that is going to create a new power um, network. And that power network is 50,000 homes with solar panels on them. So they're going to do 25,000 government properties, so Housing Commission and the like, which is genius, put solar panels on the roof, and then the pub, general public can say, I want them on mine as well. Sorry, they're going to put them on Housing Commission? Yeah. yeah. Well, Have you seen those The government houses? owns them. <laughs> knock the I know that. They knock the walls down, let alone I mean, the roof. <laughs> I don't know. Not, hey, all, of no. not all of them. Not, not all, all of them. But there are some areas, Trev, there it's are a reality. S- there are some where those Just panels saying. will be the roof. Well, okay, so they won't pick them. It's not all the bloody houses. Twenty five thousand of them, right? I hope there's some quality checks going on first. Mm. Okay, mate, just take background a check. checks for your roof. <laughs> <laughs> hell, Jeff. 
Anyway, <laughs> so imagine <laughs> fifty thousand homes with solar panels. Yeah. They're going to they're going to generate something like two hundred and fifty megawatts of power, which is essentially a new power station. Yeah. But they don't need to build a power station. They don't need to own land to put solar yeah. panels on. Yeah. And every one of those homes is going to have a Tesla battery, so that the mm. power generated during the day can be stored and used at peak load at night. Mm. Right. The thing was, I kept reading stories, and some people that that write, you know, tech. Just yeah. wrote it with knee-jerk reaction, not realizing that this was not about giving people free electricity. This was about mm. letting people into a scheme, mm. with, in, a, in a positive way, using the word scheme, yep. that allowed them to be part of that virtual power station and take advantage of discounted electricity. Mm. Mm. Now, if I stump up the cash for solar panels on this roof and a battery, twenty grand, I'm at twenty twenty-five. Mm. I'm expecting yep. zero power bill, zero dollar power bills, if not very, very low. Mm. Yeah, I think so. So this is not the case with these people. No. These people, mm. so in my case, I probably generate, use more power than I generate. So I would pay uh, nothing for the power that I generate, but then I would pay the grid for the stuff that I do, mm. and that would be the balance that I pay. Yeah. These people will pay for every single watt yeah. that they use. Yep. Because what happens is all the power is generated, it's logged, mm. and it's kind of sent to the grid. And then it's distributed amongst everyone in South Australia, or everyone on the scheme. Uh-huh. Obviously, it doesn't work that way. It will power your own home. But essentially, yep. they're going to charge you for what you generate, and what you use from the grid at a single rate, which should be 30% lower than the standard electricity price. 30% is not major discount stuff, are we? Yeah, it is, mate. That's a lot of money. For someone to come and take over your roof. For someone, yeah, that's yeah. What, this is what I'm saying. I'm giving up my, my roof because yeah. it's not going to look pretty. No. Like Solar panels don't look very good on a roof. Mm. You're going to take a patch of my wall for the, mm. this battery, mm. and as a result, I'm going to save 30%. Mm. 30 percent is a lot of money for people who are struggling, especially totally those people agree. like you know an elderly couple who are, happen to be in government housing um, because that's just where they've yeah. ended up. Um, well, saving thirty percent is a big deal, mm. like a big can deal. Can be, mate. can be. If they came to guarantees, you'd want to fix door, it like an interest rate for a long time. Bottom line is the bottom line is yes, yeah. you want to guarantee that yeah. it's going to be cheaper. Yeah. Secondly, so forget the housing commission people. Think mm. about just the general public. Yeah. My thing to the general public thinking about signing up to this is yes, you can save thirty percent on your power bill, but if you I don't know, sit down with your accountant and say, righty, how what what finance could I get to put solar panels on my roof myself? Yep. You might pay it off in ten years and have free electricity for, for twenty. Years. Yeah, that's right. So I just don't know that it is actually a wise move for a member of the general public. Mm. Why, why wouldn't the South Australian government, because this is going to be, say it is $20,000 a home, 50000 home, so that's a billion dollars. Why wouldn't they just put in some great rebate scheme to encourage people just to put in solar panels and feedback to the grid in their own way? Yeah. What I is think, wrong with I that? I would hope they've done the numbers on it, but I would also think that it's a very smart move to take advantage of government-owned roofs. Mm. Yeah? I totally agree. I mean, I don't know why all government buildings don't have solar as standard now anyway. Why totally. wouldn't they just be doing it? I just think that it's a, it's a new new wave. Mm. Um, there's another company called Sonnen who do battery battery technology and what they do is a similar thing. They they distribute the the, uh, the savings. So essentially you put back into the grid yep. the savings contribute to everyone and everyone benefits over time. So okay. it's not not going to be the only solution to power in, in mm. the future, but it is a, a huge change. A huge change. Oh, I like it. I just want people to be aware of exactly what it means. Yeah, people need to get past the whole, oh, look what Musk is doing and mm. realise what it actually is. Because we always hype on about anything he says and, you know, this yeah. this solar tile thing. Yeah, well, he what's did, happening he, with that? Well, that's the thing. He announced it 18 months ago. No, it's available in America. Is it? Yeah. Well, I don't solar colour color bond? That's what <laughs> I want. What a colour bond roof. I like the sound of rain on a tin roof. Yeah. Yeah. If they make solar colour bond, I'll be involved. 
What I, happens I if there's a mass hailstorm? Just takes out half of Adelaide. Half of Adelaide. Because the power. Not and the drama. Storm, well, no power. Even worse is the impact on the vines. What about another uh, two weeks of cloudy days? Power be down. So it's a myth. I mean, it's not. It, there's no not no power generator. It's just mm. slightly less. Mm. Yeah, it's less. Mm. Still a lot of solar energy comes mm. through the clouds. Well, I'm like Donald Trump, mate. Sweet, glorious coal. Burn it. I reckon it. I reckon it's nuclear. nuclear. Dig it up and burn it. We got Jeff a lot, a lot of uranium. We do. Let's but, make uh, a fuckload of space to put a nuclear power plant. Problem, Mate, you know what though? Things fuck up. You won't be able drama. to. You won't be able to build a nuclear power plant in the middle of Australia. Mm. Water. Water. You had to cool nuclear it. power plants require water, water, mate. Yeah. It's a fucking very <laughs> intense. You cool the reactor, mate. I mean, I was, I've, I I've only watched The Simpsons and I know this <laughs> shit. There's no water there. Mate, oh, there's the a river. whole purpose of new, uh, Fukushima, do these things so, ring any no, no, bells? You're talking about the Simpsons. I'm thinking, I don't remember there being much of a river. I'm just saying, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen. you know, when they go into the into the reactor and there's Sprinkle water there, I'm like, fuck me, dude. But you said, hey, just before we move on, and we will shortly. So it would take the size of Sydney to be covered in solar panels to power America. Is that the stat? Yeah. Something like that. So why, in the outback, well, I mean, there's so much land. I know. Commonwealth land. Yeah. Why can't they just do it? Because it's fucking it. greenies, probably. But that's, but that's the other thing. You could take a billion dollars. Yeah. And just put a massive solar farm yeah. near the Barossa Valley because there's plenty of land over there as well where it's not really going to be good yeah. for grapes, but just flood it with panels yeah. and then feed that all back into and Adelaide. And we're not America. We've only got 20 million people. And boy, you only talk about the state, yeah. which is nothing. Yeah. There's, and it's Adelaide homes. They're smaller and less Adelaide exciting. Homes are smaller. They're much wow. less exciting. <laughs> Jeff Quattromani. Do they have the internet? EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani. Well, as is our wow. watch, we have another car in the EFTM garage this week. I've still got the Kia Stinger GT, which is rear-wheel drive, More on Jeff. that later. <laughs> um, you've got a Ford Escape this week. Now, this car replaced the Ford, uh, Ford Cougar, Cougar. Um, about a couple of years ago. You've got the Trend, which is the base model. It's a front-wheel drive, 1.5 litre. Uh, perky front wheel drive turbo makes engine. sense now, yeah. Yeah. Because oh, the only thing I've noticed about driving this car... Does it chirp the wheels? What do you mean? When you floor it, like... Does it... No, but when you're the turning, Kia, Kia Carnival does that. Beware! It's when, annoying easily. When you way too easily turning a corner yeah. at speed, so you're accelerating yeah, yeah. in corner. a turn. So you're not stopping yeah, to start. Yeah. So you're, as you're, I, as you're I com- turn, coming in hot. No, not coming <laughs> in hot. Just you, you. No, you, you're coming into a turn, yeah. and, and you don't have to stop. But yeah. so you go through it, and you accelerate, and you're turning. Yeah. I do notice that it kind of feels like. You know, like the, there's something weird about the steering. I yeah. thought it was something weird, but now it's I realise torque it's, steering. It's, yeah. But now I realise it's front wheel drive, and that's the feeling of it. Great size, like a good good boot, and plenty of room for five. Yeah. Um, Apple CarPlay built in, which is mm-hmm. is a no brainer for me, and, and a massive win. Oh, perfectly powerful, like no dramas at all with the power. Over Obviously. 130 kilowatts, pretty. Perky. Any idea what it's worth? I think about twenty nine. Yeah, it'd be about thirty k. Yeah. That is good value, and, and I reckon it's is... a good value car because the, the fit and finish of a Ford, I reckon, is quality. It's improving. It's not for quite sure. Mazda quality, mm. but I think it's very good. Don't you? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Ford interiors in general, but there's nothing wrong with them. They're well put together. Um, it's reasonably well presented. Certainly not Mazda quality. You're right. They're really a bit plasticky for me. Yeah. Ford. Mm. I'm just. I'm not comfortable with cost. Ford interiors. Exactly. Um, look, I haven't actually driven an Escape. I must say, I, I wasn't yeah. a fan of the Cougar. I, I, no, I just never got into that. But see, I go. What, uh, what would it commit with a Rav Four, for example?
example? Oh, a Rav Four is like a truck. It's bigger now. The Rav Four. It's not no longer that small. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Vitara, but it's a trucky drive. What the hell is it competing with? Vit- oh, Vitara. Yeah. You wouldn't buy it. You'd buy the Escape over the Vitara this any day. Would you? Far more refined. Ooh, mate, I liked the Vitara. Shit, I did really? too. I yeah. really liked yeah, the Vitara. Actually, that is a good car. Isn't it's a it? sexy car. It's a, a very long good way. car. It has come a long way. It's, a good, it's not just for girls anymore. That Vitara, I reckon, it's for men. I like that car. Sure about that. In the turbo. With yeah. the with the with the two tone paint, yeah, with that little it's black probably roof, a tad more capable off road too. When you get the all wheel drive version, yeah, they always have been. But but you're I, all about looks, aren't you, mate? Yeah. Have you seen me? So the oh, the dude. Ford Escape, Fuck. I I had the uh, the more upmarket Honestly. version. It must have been late last year, mm. and mm. I I liked it. And I'm not I don't have a family, so for me I was yeah, it was a titanium, mm. and I was just driving this thing around. I loved sitting a little bit higher because it is like that hatchback, which is a bit mm. bigger. And um, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a good fit for me. So I reckon a super young family it could work for. No, no I think that's spot on. Yeah. Um, so my, I think age-wise, it's fine for my, my kids my, mm. at my age. The only reason mm. we're not buying one is because Amanda wants sliding doors and a seven-fucking-seater. Well, it's too small. It's only a mid-size SUV. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Like but what do you need huge. more? What do you need more for? We got three kids. Uh, oh, yeah. what if you travel? Apparently, you yeah, got to pack see, a cotton. But all see, these no, other but see, shit. here's the thing. This is it's an interesting. No, we talked about that last oh, week, yeah. the week before. But oh. once you get out of cot mm. and, and oh yeah, no, you, yeah, you, yeah, you end up yeah. with just three bags. Well, like why each, are you buying a carnival for then, mate? It, fucking because great sliding doors. We have to get to that at some point. Okay, we'll get to that later. We have to. But uh, how are you going on fuel? Because these little turbo units, even economic. though they're small in c- capacity, oh, no, no, heaps economic. Heaps. What are you averaging? Don't know. Six. You know, I reckon you'd be high nines at least. No, 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 no. no. Seven, no. seven, seven something. No way. Hundred percent. Yeah, mate. Hundred percent. What are you fucking? What are you doing in your cars? Actually, Brian? no. It could be around nine ten. I reckon you'd definitely be nine or ten. The claim would be seven. Oh, yeah. City driving just around here, mate. The BMW one one eight I had, yeah. three cylinder. It was yeah. averaging ten. And let me tell you, you can't. What are you doing to you these? You can't things? go nuts in that car. I don't know, mate. I don't know. Turbo I, cars are like renowned for fuel efficiency blowing right out. Blowing they just, out? They just are. Like our turbo petrol engines never, ever stay anywhere near the claim figure. Look, I, I'm, I don't because know. Because they generate so much extra torque and like they are perky. I'm, I'm often wrong. Yeah. But I know that when no, I pick mate, up... No, mate, you're fucking always wrong. I've got a good ratio of wrong. Mm. A pretty good ratio. But, yeah. but when I pick up a review So when car, do we know... When do we... I mean... Well, I've got a fact. Mate, let's be very clear can, here can on I review... You, no, no, before you tell the listener yes. about how you fucking do review cars, yeah. let's be clear. You only get them because one of us is too fucking he busy. He drove the yeah. GT for one kilometre last yeah, week and d- determined it was all drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even available in this so topic, but anyway. The only point I was going to make was... It does come down to the driver sometimes in this whole. Yeah, fuel I know. Look, I've got thing. more lead in my foot than you do. Yeah, and probably most others. Because I, because I know that whenever I pick up a review car, whoever the journo is that had it beforehand, mm. I return it with a lower average um, fuel number. I, mm. I'm proud of that. Oh, good on you, mate. I'm yeah, very you, proud. You of that. drive just on the motorway, basically, don't you? I, you know, I do do yeah. a lot of motorway yeah. Yeah. Thanks, that, that helps dramatically. Big difference. Yeah. Of course, there is a big As difference. As opposed to bloody Teslas, what? Where it goes up. Wow. Oh, it gets worse on motorways. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I probably won't be reviewing the Ford Escape because there's as much information as you're going to no, no, get about go it. No, on, go on EFTM no, and I want look at the Ford Escape. Review. I want a read, pictorial 27 pictures. Read my pictures. review on there. Yeah. I wrote about the bloody thing. Yeah, it's oh, great. Years ago. Of time. Okay. Last year. Okay, goodbye. Okay, right. time. Bye. So you mentioned it there. Mm. Speaking of cars. become despondent. So you uh, you had quite a good history of cars. You've had some fun cars. My first car was a Soda Ibiza CLS. Was that your first car? Was Great it? little car, brand new, yep. off the lot. Then I bought a, a Mitsubishi Lancer and sold it 
Yeah, like fucking two months later because oh, it was a heap they're rubbish. Of shit. Yeah. Remember we used to we gave those away on the at the radio. Yeah, station. 20, 21 cars in twenty one days. Yeah, we gave um, away a car every day for twenty one days. days. Um, then I had a BMW three one eight i in two thousand, and then car. upgraded it because they changed the headlights. So I got really frustrated. They did, yeah. And you really possible. like cars. I was during the Chris Bangle Love era. cars. Yeah, a bit of a car guy. Um, then sold the BMW and uh, have a Holden Commodore wagon, hmm. which is not going so well now. Berliner International seventeen hundred dollars. The air conditioning malfunctioned on it, right? $798 Why motor. did it come to a stop? Who fucking knows, man? An air conditioning motor fucking blows and the whole car stops. Well, you might as well at that That's point shit. anyway. That's shit. In a 74,000 oh, no, pace. I agree. I know. But I mean, it's got plenty of life left. So so my problem is um, the car, Holden Commodore, yeah. 2010, seven mm. years old. Sports wagon. 70, Berliner International. Mm. 74,000 Ks. Bigger mean? wheels. Big wheels. Big what wheels. does that even mean? Were Bigger they wheels. Yeah. Wait, did it actually ship overseas anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> like, why is it it's an like, international? They had a Greg Norbert Statesman at one so point. It's fucking didn't just they? an international version, mate. They, they are so stupid. No wonder it's they went like broke. A Brock mate, it was a good car. <laughs> really? At 70,000 Ks, it stopped. Okay. This is my point, right? So at 74,000 Ks, it's cost me 1,200 to fix, right? Yeah. And, and that just grains at me big time because I'm For like, sure. okay, this is going to... Because my experience has been with BMWs, right? I had a beautiful car, service it, and then but it just had started to fucking fail and it started to cost money. And that just shits me. I don't like pouring money into cars, but right? It's age, though. The not Commodore. My, not mileage, necessarily. So, uh, so that's my thing, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. parts of age, right? Yeah. So I'm at that point now where I go, I've got to get rid of it. And yeah, I yeah. said to Chris, my man who around the corner at the service station, yeah. uh, who fixed it, I said, mate, yeah. should I get rid of it? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm nervous now. He goes, yeah, yeah. mate, there's been some issues with the VE, this, this, and this. And I said, he said, it's got 74,000 K. So mm. actually, if you're going to get out of it, it's gonna, you're going to get Good out reset. of it well now. Mm. So probably, yes. Is it Series 2? Series 2. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Series mm. 2. The big changes in the Series yeah, 2. Like it is. Infotainment <laughs> system was radically different in the Series Holden, 2. Holden, yeah. Commodore, Berliner, International no, 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 Series mate, 2. It's a, it's a Holden, it's Berliner, all the International. So many badges. They just Berliner, the International. S-I-D-I. Yeah. Oh, S-I-D-I. Oh, S-I-D-I. Yeah. Single interjects just something. It's all about how oh, it can fire different cylinders. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on time to, to, upgrade. to the, the topic here. Yes. So my inclination is right. It's fucking seven years. I'm getting the new car. Plus, to be honest, we've just paid it off. Mm, it took better. seven years, mm, but mm. I've just paid it off. Good so time. time to get a new car, right? So mm. <laughs> I've been given just the, the worst situation. You remember buying a house, you have requirements. Like my yep. requirements were um, Foxtel, full mm. stop. You know what Had to have was? cable. Ambient. Mine was NBN, yeah. fiber. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I so literally my, would walk to the so side mine of mine was cable. Yes, me too. Mine was cable. Had to have yeah. cable internet yeah, yeah. Or, or, or go big or go home, yeah. right? Didn't give a shit about anything else. <laughs> and I wanted a garage so that I could turn it into a man cave. She didn't know that at the time. Yeah. Um, anyway, so my requirement is Apple CarPlay. Yeah. Her requirement, yeah. sliding doors. Jeez. Why is that? So just navigating car parks. Car parks, kids. You got to. Yeah, you got no, to make sense. You got to get out. You got to open both doors yeah. for them when you're in a tight spot. So it is actually logical. She open. wants a seven seater mm. because there is so many circumstances where you're a kid's sport that you. Yeah. What happens is, especially Race. with three kids, you get you take other people's kids mm. so that they take yours, and all this kind of shit Rosses goes on, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. I don't disagree with that. I don't mind it, but mm. fuck, mate, you buy a, a, a Prado, <laughs> let alone a Kluger, mm. let alone anything else, and you put the seven seats up, mm. and there's no space. Mm. There's not, there's no left. Yeah. Like there's nothing to put mm. any, anything anywhere. Mm. So when you're taking a baseball kit, it, there's no room for it. So we go and look at the Kia Carnival, mm. and straight off the bat, mm. like, hey, I'm in a car dealer again for the first time in ten, seven years. How much years. do you hate those people? Oh, you know what, Carson, who came up to me, he's going, mate, Carson, oh, can I, mate? I've got the family with me, right here. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, mate, I didn't want to start out with, mate. I've driven this thing a lot. I know exactly <laughs> I'm what I want. Every car I'm on the really planet. just I here so my wife it. can see it yeah. essentially. 
Um, you know, he's doing the spiel. He couldn't find the keys. Mm. It was actually fucking hilarious couldn't story. Find right? the keys. Hilarious yeah. story, right? Yeah. I'll get back to the car buying in a minute. But so uh, the dealership's been there for a while, but yeah. the Sutton's have sold it. Mm. It's now owned by Phil McCarroll. Mm. So he right. keeps telling me they're, they're new and mm. so they're willing to do deals. Mm. Couldn't find the keys to the car. That's mm. a problem because they're new. Then later on, I said, mate, I'll tell you what, I'll get your card and I'll call you Monday because we'll have a talk about it. No worries. I'll have to write my name in a bit of paper because I don't have cards. We just knew. Okay. okay, no worries. Then we're about to leave and he goes, oh, I won't leave without a brochure. No worries, mate. Comes back. Don't have any brochures. We just knew here. Wow. <laughs> wow. Worst ever. They, they had cars though at least, right? They did have a couple With no of cars. Keys. So... I mean, we did. They we have do, compliance plates. We do. We, we, we took the. We took <laughs> the. Rebirth, we took the manager. We took the manager's car <laughs> for a drive. Because Amanda had. Amanda won't drive our review cars. Yeah. Flat out refuses to drive our yeah. review cars mm. that we get here in the driveway. It's a good thing. Yeah. The, uh, the Kia Carnival has been in this driveway probably two months out mm. of the yeah, two yeah, years, right? Yeah. Never driven it. Mm. Um, so we go for a drive so Amanda can experience it because she's a bit worried. It's a big car. She comes mm. back. It's it's okay. We're okay with it. And she's like, do we really need it? We're getting a Commodore. And I start doing the fucking numbers, boys. Mm. This is a $64,000 car if I go platinum, which mm. is what I want. Yeah. Because, you know, you want all the bits and pieces. Mm. So a $64,000 car, is, it's a lot it's more than I've spent on a car before. Sure. But I'm going to trade in a Commodore, hopefully I get 10, maybe more. Mm. I'm, I'm hoping to put 10 or 15 mm. cash down mm. to yeah. bring down the, the, mm. up, the up front. Do 20 in. And then and my accountant goes, mate, try and do four years, not five mm. or longer because, you know, the less the better. So I go, four years, I'm trying to get a low interest rate maybe. Mm. It's yeah. going to be $900 a month. Mm. How the mm. fuck mm. do people afford cars? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, yeah. I, I'm struggling with this because we were paying 550 for the Commodore. Mm-hmm. Which was a thirty-six thousand dollar car with maybe a, an eight thousand yeah, dollar sure. upfront and a balloon, so drama. But over seven years, mm. five hundred, mate, it's a fucking lot of money. How are people Can driving be. Range Rovers like, and people just fucking... overcommit? <laughs> Is that the that, problem? You don't know. Like it's, it's either either everyone, overcommitting, yeah. big balloon at the end. Yeah. They just hope that it's going to hold its value. That's a very good point. Or they take a super long lease. Yeah. Like yeah. there are so many ways that people fudge it around mm. to mm. somehow make it work for them and cross mm. their fingers and hold their breath, sort mm. of thing. That's... So you mentioned two things there: super long lease. That mm. seems stupid because well, you're, you're holding onto a car mm. for way too long. And mm. secondly. Yep. A big balloon, mm. you know. I could say, you know what, that car will be worth thirty grand in four years, right? You hope, yeah. Let's just assume. Mm. So I'll take it. I'll take a balloon at twenty. Yeah. But if you have a balloon at the end, you have nothing to get into your next car. Yep. Yeah. So right now, I've got money to get in my next car. But if my balloon at the end is twenty and the car's worth twenty-five, I've got five thousand dollars to get into my next car. Yeah. yeah. So at some point, you're going to be at the at the bad end of a really awful finance yeah. cycle. But the idea is, is that say for example, it's nine hundred a month with nothing down. This is this is where people would go yeah. with it. They'll say, you know what, I'm going to spend nine hundred dollars a month every month on a car, mm. and at the end of that lease, I'll drop it off, mm. pick up another car, and continue that nine hundred dollars a month. It yeah. just it just continues. They they factor it out of their earnings every month they go that's it I've given oh, up I don't know how this much money it. and they just are happy to drop the keys off every three years mm. and pick up another one I hate to break it to your cars on an investment trip no no I know <laughs> that but that's, yeah. that's why I'm struggling yeah. with it I know Yeah, it's I'm, tough stuff it's a lot I, of coin I, I can afford say. the money yeah. but I I, I, my, I mentally go fuck really so you got to take yeah. into, I mean how important is a car in your life it's vital no it's, but see that, it's, but this, it's the second biggest purchase you'll make in your life as I talk through it the same thing to do is to put that 900 a month in a bank account and just let the Commodore run into the ground. Yeah. Well, no? this is this is the other thing. You you own it outright now, right? Yeah. So, 
But at the moment, you've got it running again. Maybe you'll get another three yeah, years. I out wouldn't of the take the, a pun on a seven-year-old Commodore. I just wouldn't do it. But at the moment, it's not going to cost him anything yeah. to, to do that. But the next thing well, could cost me four grand. Exactly. Sure, and then you've lost yeah. the whole car. It's right? a gamble. So you might get ten grand yeah. for it today, but if you take the gamble, yeah. something else goes wrong. That might be zero. And Kia have got a substantial warranty. Seven, seven years. Seven years. Unlimited. Fixed price servicing. Kilometer yeah. warranty. It's uh, peace of mind. You're what paying what for is peace the, of mind. I'm buying a fucking price. sliding door car. I don't know. Yeah. So I see. I bought a Camry, right? And I was very lucky when they introduced the, the Camry Hybrid in 2010. It was zero percent interest. Unbelievable. Zero percent finance. So it's just do your best. And I did for three years. Huge payments. Mm. I, I didn't put much down. Uh, One hundred thirty dollars per service, up to seventy five thousand k. That's good. It was a rip. I got very lucky. So if you there, there are still deals like that out there, though. Maybe not the carnival. Mm. You really got to hunt around for those sorts of things. Best thing I could go for me is the one thing that I want in the car is not available. Yeah. What's that? CarPlay. Yeah, car mm, so, so what's happening is in in a month, uh-huh. a 2018 model will come out and it'll have CarPlay. Well, I was going to say, well, hold on, can you be patient? But now, but see, then yes. find it. Like mm. as a car guy, yeah, yeah. I want to hold out for the next one. Mm. But as a money guy, mm. I'm like, I'm never going to get a better deal than in the next month on a Kia. Is uh-huh. the next one facelifted? Is on a brand new. I don't model. think it's facelifted. No. I think really? it's just got new infotainment, probably. How would you no, feel? No, that's what I mean. So it's not a, a clean sheet design carnival. Well, see, I can add add CarPlay afterwards. Yeah, yeah, you can Our do good aftermarket friends at Pioneer stuff. do aftermarket. Um, <laughs> you can Here's do the something. first bloke in Australia to have CarPlay. This bloke. Oh, no, I remember that. Has the two. No, I remember yeah. yeah, Jeff reviewed it on his YouTube channel. I Hello, did, everybody. Mate. Hello, everybody. I did. Hello, everybody. I, I gave EFTM the shout out I needed to get over the edge. He did too. Look, mm. I, I just, just I actually you... put a call out here. I, I want to. I'm not asking for financial advice, but I'm curious. What do people do? How? I mean, you probably don't want to tell us how much you're spending a month on your car, but mm. what is your approach to cars? Is mm. it to keep them forever and loan them to the ground, or is it to do the renewal and just to factor it in a party yeah. income, or yeah. is there some other secret to it that I'm missing yeah. because I, I'm about to spend a lot of money on a car, yeah. and I'm cool for it, but I want to do it right. If yeah. they commit, mate, I look at people in our neighbourhood, right, and they've got a Ford Ranger, which I know is well over 60 grand. It's yeah. on the wild track. They've got a boat. I mean, boats. Boats. Oh, mate. It's a 100 grand boat. How yeah. exciting are boats, though? Mate, and these blokes, they're, they're all blue collar. And a lot of plumbers make a lot of money. Spray painters make a lot of money. It's cash jobs. Cash mate. jobs. I'm telling you. But they've got the big homes, that the boat. McMansions, which aren't mm. cheap anywhere in, in the city. I don't know, mate. One day, when interest it's rates go up, collapse. it's just going to blow up. Do you reckon? Everyone's, mate, when we grew up, to have a new car was almost unheard of. True. Everyone's yeah. got a new car. Mate, we're not, we're if you're a P player, you end up with a new car these days. It's scary. You can get 15 grand cars, which are quite capable, of yeah. course. But that's a lot of money. I had a 15 year old Audi 90. That was my mm. first car. Yeah. I mean, no, I was you crazy. know what? Why don't you just go second hand champion? Yeah. Can't do it. Well, never, I've on. never bought a second hand well, car. A what, demo, about, what about a demo? Demo. demo. That, that I, is on the list. All my cars have been demos. Me too. That, is, that, is... that knocks 10 off straight away. Oh, yeah. 10? And oh, all the options. On, I'd be getting the SLR. I don't know why you want the Platinum. Trev, go demo Three. and and haggle the crap out of it. The, the reason I want the Platinum is because of the safety features, the emergency yeah, braking. Yeah. yeah. Just think it's there, mate. Why would I call AEB is the most important thing you need. Yeah. Because that's worked for me once in the really? 3 Series BMW. Mm. You've used it. Mate, it comes on late, Cause like, but mm. it saves the day. I can't sell the car to Amanda with a 360 camera yeah, because yeah. I'm probably going to rip that out. Yeah, that's a good point. Because if I get the aftermarket car play, it'll yeah. lose the 360. Don't yeah. tell her about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You should be able to get aftermarket AEB. Anyway, uh, interested in your views. All right, good stuff. Bowen, what yeah. do you reckon? Uh, it's not uh, actually connected to anything yet, but what do you reckon that phone's worth? 
Just, uh, okay, the phone I'm holding is very large. It's one of the bigger phones I've held. It's almost like six-inch screen, like a, a iPhone Plus size yep. thing. It's, yep. it's a little bit square feeling. I don't know. It's light, skinny. I'm tipping. It's close to six seven hundred. One hundred seventy nine dollars. One hundred seventy nine. What is it? Hang on. That's an Alcatel. Alcatel A3 XL. Wow, it's light. Uh, yep, available at Vodafone. Uh, Great screen. $179. Fingerprint sensor. On the back. On Camera, the back. obviously. Yeah, which is where a lot Makes of them are sense, these days. Yeah, because yeah. that's how you unlock your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put your finger there and unlock. And it's got an indent so you can feel where it is. Yeah, you're you can not, feel where it is. You're not fingering Got a great camera. Massive screen. Uh, <laughs> Six-inch screen. $179 from Vodafone. Um, it's actually kind of the perfect teenager phone because at $179, bucks, you can kind of afford to go through a couple in the life of the teenager in those first couple of years of high school. If they want a big screen phone, um, it's got all the features they want. Alcatel A3XL at Vodafone. And we're back. It's great to have you company. You know what, Jeff? I find it hard to believe that you've got dead spots in your home when it comes to Wi-Fi coverage. So, so we've been talking a lot about smart things. We're talking about the HomePod, talking about globes and stuff like that. I, when I first moved into my home, mm. I had one care in the world for my Wi-Fi network, which was A, that it can reach my TV and mm. Xbox, mm. and that when I'm working on my laptop, I can get the internet. Mm. I didn't care about globes or cameras or anything like that because I didn't have them. Mm. So my Wi-Fi didn't have to reach the front door because I was going to put a ring doorbell in or something yeah, like yeah. that. So yeah. as I've started to actually put smart things in my home, mm. I'm realizing that my Wi-Fi is not very good in a lot of areas. Where is it? What sort of router have you got firstly? It's a Netgear X6. So it's a tri-band router. It's a yeah. good piece of kit, but it doesn't reach the bedroom at the front of the house mm. very well. And so it's in the garage, because we've got fibre to the premises, both of us. Is it in the garage? No, no. It's down the, it's down the back of the house, right, so in okay. the guest bedroom, because I wanted to hide it. Right. See, oh, okay. Yeah, right. so I've got it down the back, mm. which does make sense. It was almost bad placement. It should be ideally in the middle of the house, mm. and I wouldn't have this problem. But mm. based on where I put the router and everything else, mm. that's where it is. And anyway, I put these these bulbs in my um, bedside table lamps. Mm. And if you go into bed and Hey, bed- Google, set the mood. <laughs> Yeah, but if you go into bed and your lights are on and you just want to go to sleep yeah. and you uh, push the little Philips Hue button mm. and they don't turn off. There's nothing worse than that. That is the worst nightmare when your wife is going, they, they don't work. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you've, you've come you in. You know what? And it's a massive problem for people who try this smart home stuff, especially when it's one person in the relationship yep. that mm. gives a shit and the other doesn't. You basically spoil mm-hmm. the, the smart home forever for the other person because yeah, they're right. like, nah, shit doesn't work. Yeah. It's like when my wife with this fucking fridge, she yeah. just got the shits with it on day one. So it's like yeah. just shit to her. Yep. So same problem I had. So the fix for me was, I've got to fix this bloody, this bloody internet. Yeah. So I've got to make sure I can get coverage all over the home. And anyway, I was lucky enough to pick up a Netgear X4S. Last time you were here. Last time I was here. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that a range extender? I might try one of those. So um, you, you've been anti-range extenders. Massive. We've got these mesh systems now. Yeah. And I've got Google Wi-Fi. So what Bowen and I have is, is mesh. I've got Orbi. You've got yeah. Google Wi-Fi. And it means that mm. the, these three or four devices around the home yeah. link together and make one big network and, and your devices just seamlessly transact yes. between them. But a lot of people listening, over years I recommended range extenders because they were the only solution right. before mesh. Yep. You put a range extender in the front hall of your house, let's say, for example, mm-hmm. and it creates a second network. It connects, let's say you've got three bars of coverage there, it connects to three bars of coverage and it amplifies that three bars looking like mm. it's five bars. Correct. Um, and it creates a second network. Mm. Jeff's house extended. Mm. And your yep. device, when you walk from the back of the house to the front, your device clings on to your original network, clings on, clings on, clings on, until the very last moment, then mm. it flicks over to the extended mm. network. So yeah. it's not ideal at all. Shit. 
to be this, honest. It, it's your terrible. Is no, different. Mine's different. No, no. This new one, the X4S from Netgear, yes. only works to extend tri-band mm. router. So mm. your X6 is a tri-band router. So if you bought yep. one of these fancy new routers that tri-band over mm. the last three or four years, yep. what it does is the X4S sits in a PowerPoint mm -hmm. and it grabs one of the networks, mm. the third band, and it goes, right, that's how we're going to communicate, me and you, mm. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect to you that I'm way. Pull you up, Trev. Really? Yeah, I'm going to pull you Go up. Go on. It takes both of them. Both of the... It both takes, of the, it takes the 2.4 and, five. and yep. the 5, mm. but it amplifies it as one. Right. So you pick oh. which one you want to amplify, yep. and it combines them. So you don't have to worry about, oh, crap, which one was I connected to? You still can cover mm. straight through the house, mm. but on the same SSID as... And so what, it, what I'm getting at is what it does is it uses the third as the kind of backhaul. Because it's way of communicating Correct. back to the other router, which is why you have to have a tri-band router. But critically, it doesn't have to be Netgear. Nope. It can be any brand of tri-band router. It will amplify either a 2.4 or a 5 gig network, and it'll use the third network to communicate between the whole home. Yeah. And, mate, apparently... Do you know, well, do you know it took me, I was making breakfast in the morning and I had it on the on the kitchen Chia bench seeds, and I went, no, mate, wheat lentils. bix, just wheat bix. Wow. Yeah, I'm a wheat bix boy, normally. How uh, many? I haven't switched to kale and eggs yet, but mm. we'll get to that. Mm. How um, many? How many? Three wheat bix and some skim? Three? Mm. What are you eating? Fuck that. Bit six. Of sugar. Put a bit six. of sugar on. Yeah. No, mate, I, I cut the Milo out. I cut uh, Milo. Milo? Milo. Yeah, I used to put two tablespoons of Milo on it. I used to put warm milk on yeah, no. I used to microwave mine as a kid. Plain yeah. milk, yeah. six wheat picks, done. Six. That's uh, six maybe wheat should, picks. Probably hard. A lot of sugar and wheat picks. It's a lot of wheat. Yeah. How's your fiber levels, mate? Mm. Flowing beautifully. I bet. Anyway, so in the oh. time it took me to slowly eat my breakfast, I set this thing up. I mm. plugged it in, mm. waited for it to boot up, pressed the WPS button on the side, mm. which puts it into like a pairing mode Pairs, sort of thing. Yeah. Walk up to my router, push the same button. In two minutes, it was done. Wow. And there was nothing to it. And as a, because it uses the same wireless network name, mm. didn't have to do anything else. So the mm. Globes, whatever else, all still continue to work. Mm. Didn't have to do wow. anything. It so is, though, simple. $279. Yeah. It's expensive Wi-Fi range you know what, extender. You know what, though? It's cheaper than going out and ditching the router, which I had, True. and buying a mesh system. Mm. So to spend that sort of cash and just go, problem solved, so simple. And you know what's the hardest thing for me was finding a PowerPoint. Mm. I don't know if... Mm. Yeah, that is a problem. Like, the, I use yeah. my PowerPoints. Yeah, yeah. So where am I going to put this thing? Yeah. I end up having to unplug something and move it somewhere else because it's actually quite wide. So even in a double power outlet situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of intrudes on the other one. Yeah. So couldn't fit in a power board, had to go on an outlet because of the width of it. Mm. Um, so that was a bit annoying. And then the outlets. lights. Yeah, outlets. Okay, good. Power outlet. Um, and it's also got four really outlet bright outlet. LEDs. Outlet or outlet? Outlet. Okay. Outlet. Out it's an outlet. Outlet. It's got, four, it's got outlet. four really bright LEDs on it, which can't, are great. You can't say outlet, can you? Outlet. Outlet. What's wrong with outlet. 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 Anyway, so the one thing <laughs> I will say. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was last week's podcast. You better catch episode 14 right as 10. Outlet. Kale Bowen has uh, slipped up. <laughs> The one thing I'll say about the LEDs, you go into the settings and you can turn them off. Yeah, I love that. So in a dark room, it stays mm. dark. Honestly, otherwise, that mm. was super bright. Can you do that with Orbit? You can do it on Google Wi-Fi. You can dim Isn't the it? lights, yeah. You can do it with the Sonos yeah. speakers too. Just turn yeah. the little LEDs off. Yeah. It's good you to do it with a lot sleep. of Dyson fans as well. Yeah, anyway, yeah. cracking good product. Jeff's full Great review at EFTM.com of the Nikki Nighthawk uh, X4S. Get on there. That's the one. Jeffrey, um, uh, I'm very nervous 
about what it is you're about to fucking tell us because every week you come up with a shit story that makes no one else laugh. You la- you can't stop laughing about whatever <laughs> what it is, is you're going to tell so us. This is, All right, wrap it up. Th- what is it? This is fun for me. So um, I was looking for stuff to finish our show with and uh, I'll just read you the headline because that was all I've read so far. Um, <laughs> people, <laughs> Research. people can be so cruel. Mum who organised son's third birthday party is left in tears when no one showed up before random children trashed the play centre and ate all the food when she invited them instead. Oh, wow. This is like a moment where Jeff could just enjoy himself with us looking on bewildered. Come on. Can you imagine? This poor so they mom, gay crashed it. No, she, she, no one turned up. So she invited some random kids oh. to come and play with her son for his birthday. They ate all the food, trashed where the Where did she find the, the kids? Who the hell knows? She's well, a, a poor, a poor okay. Perth woman. Okay, because this bike's never been anywhere near kids and probably couldn't pass a working with children check. That's my job. <laughs> I, I have passed one when I went into an He's indigenous like community. He's like Alvin from the Hegover car. I shouldn't be here. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, he pissed in the park. So when you're... When <laughs> good, you're good show. When <laughs> you're at a fucking party play centre, like even if AMF yeah. might bond, they have like two rooms yeah, where, yeah, the, where yeah. they go and have the party. Mm. So there would have been other kids there playing on the time zone or at another party and they were about to leave. She would have just said, hey guys, you want to come in here and have a bit more cake and just celebrate with my son who... Would have gone, who the fuck are all these people, mate? I went to a one year old's birthday on the weekend, the yeah. first one I've ever been. Mate, all it is is an opportunity for the bikes to get on the turf. I was going to yeah. say, what is the point? The kid mate. doesn't know. Right. And until they're four, yeah. maybe three, birthday parties are for the parents. I used to know, They'd like, have no idea. I used to have, like, he put on a keg. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Everyone not. was blind. You went to a keg with a one for a one year old? Yes, I did. Mate, that is incredible. Mm. Out, out your way? Yeah, that makes way. well. That explains a lot. Yeah. I was going to say. So I, I, anyway, for me, that's a cracker story. That uh, anyway, anyway, a shit should story. we? I love that that's story. A shit story. Poor mum. You're listening to the EFTM <laughs> podcast wherever you're listening. Uh, download uh, and and leave a rating and review on iTunes. If you're listening on the Virgin Australia flight, uh, send us a tweet at EFTM. Right, yeah. Well, I'm off to Rome for a press conference. I can't make Bowen going to Bangkok for a car. I'm not going to drive. <laughs> no, I am. Well, I can say I'll be well, earning Virgin Australia freaking flight points. So in the coming good. weeks, if you're catching up with this podcast, I'll be talking about the Ford Raptor on EFTM.com, get which will up. be the performance version of the Ford Ranger, which will get out here and be more expensive. Don't know what engine it's going to have. We don't know. Is I that think the it's going to be a two-liter EcoBoost. We think. Was it a GT? You'd think they'd put it in the bloody Raptor. Yeah, no. Oh. Well, there's a, a very powerful engine in the States they use. Why not, um, why not take the Mustang EcoBoost motor? Yeah, I don't think it'll fit. That'd be good. Well, that's the motor. Yeah, the, well, it's going to be a two-liter. Uh-huh. Smaller. So good, the room is wider track. It'll be sitting a lot taller. Should be good. Be nice. Right, yeah. Just Happy won't days. be driving it. I'm just going to learn about it. Study tour. That's traders, what I'm doing. Traders will love it, mate. Courtesy of Thai Airways. Thanks Royal Silk. for listening, everyone. We'll be back again next week with more tech, cars, lifestyle, and gibberish here on the EFTM podcast. Love you. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM podcast. <laughs>